Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Four yesterday afternoon. Yes, I was there, too, Mrs. Guthrie and Jack, and I had a cup of tea together. Then Jack left to go back to work, and then I left. You didn't notice anyone else in or near the Guthrie's rooms after that, hmm? No. I had my dinner and listened to a radio play, and then I went off to bed. Well, I know you're upset, Mrs. Stedman, but can you think of anybody who might have wanted to do away with the Guthrie's? Anybody who had a reason to do them harm? Oh, as far as I know, Sergeant... They didn't have an enemy in the world. I guess I was wrong. It's a terrible, terrible thing. Yes, ma'am. Now, we'll leave our card here with you. All right. If you want to contact us, don't hesitate to call any time. All right, thank you. Thank you, Miss Stedman. Goodbye, ma'am. Goodbye. What time are you at? Mm, 6.15. It's pretty early. They ought to be able to post the bodies for us this morning. Hey, Friday? Oh, yes, Chief. Jones, your crime lab man's looking for you. Thank you. Ben, you called the coroner, didn't you? Yeah, he's on his way over. Lee? Hi. I'm looking for you. Got a few things. Yeah, what's that? This hammer. Found it over in the corner under some of the rubble. These stains on the metal handle here, on the head, mm-hmm. gave it the benzidine test. It's blood. You figure it's a murder weapon? I'll know more when I get the coroner's report. Bergman lifted a lot of nice prints. Blood them all over everything. Yeah. On the handle of this hammer, on that timing contraption over there, the one that touched off the fire, even left some in the next room, on that metal box in the drawer of the desk. How do they look? Got good prints from each of them. They match. Come on the next room. something else. All right. Stains on the carpet by the door. The stains on the carpet by the desk. Those on the wall. Blood stains, all of them. Mm-hmm. And you can see here, trailer stains, all leading through the door into the murder room. You figure they were murdered in here, and then the killer took the bodies in the next room and put them on that bed. Huh? Then he set fire to cover up. That's my guess. How about the prints on the box in that desk, Lee? Might have been money in the box. Possible burglary? That's an angle. I'll take scrapings from these stains on a biological precipitant when I get back to the lab. I'll let you know how it comes out. Better start finishing up here. Right, Lee. Thanks very much. Well, that looks like we're in fair shape. A hammer, a couple of fingerprints. Righty. Romero? Yes, Hubert? That fellow that worked for Mr. Guthrie in the parking lot, Jack Marshman, just got here. Did you talk to him? Why well, not I have him in one of the empty rooms down the hall? Thanks. Which way? Down here. Broken up. You talked to anyone besides you since he got here? No, I told him the Guthers were dead, that's all. He's taking it pretty hard. Mm-hmm. Which one? Right here. There's <laughs> friends I had, Charlie Warner. I knew I should have stayed with him. I knew I should have. These men are from homicide, Mr. Marshman. Huh? Sergeant Friday and Sergeant Romero. Hello, Mr. Marshman. How are you? I, I, I don't know what I can tell you. I... 
can't understand poor Charlie bought. Well, what can I do to help? I'd like to have you answer a few questions, if you don't mind, sir. Certainly. Certainly, anything, anything to help out of it. Please, you... You gotta find out whoever did it. You gotta find out who killed him. We're gonna try, Mr. Marshman. Now, would you tell us the last time you saw the Guthries alive? Sure. Maud, Mrs. Guthrie, about oh four fifteen yesterday afternoon. Me and Mrs. Stedman, she's a line lady. We had tea with her, and I went back to help Mr. Guthrie at the parking lot. Mm-hmm. When's the last time you saw him? Oh, it's about six thirty. That's when I get off duty at the lot. I said goodbye to Charlie. Never dawned on me. It was the last time I'd see him alive. I just can't understand. It's such a vicious thing. Charlie Martin. It's really terrible. Yes, sir. You want to just sit down there, Mr. Martin? Thanks very much. Ray. Yeah? Are you sure you're the only one who talked to Marshman since he died? <coughs> That's right. I met him at the door downstairs. Well, the only thing you told him was that the Guthries were dead. That's all he got from us. Any chance he could have been in the room since the fire? Not a chance. Then how do you know somebody killed him? You are listening to Dragnet, authentic stories of your police force in action. You'll be amazed when you compare Fatima with other long cigarettes. Buy a pack. You'll find Fatima's now cost the same. Lighter Fatima. Ah, that's different. What a difference. Yes, friends, in Fatima, the difference is quality. Quality of tobaccos, the finest Turkish and domestic varieties, extra mild and superbly blended, to give you a much different, much better flavor and aroma than any other long cigarette. Quality of manufacture. Smooth, plump cigarettes rolled in the finest paper money can buy. Quality, even to the appearance of the bright, clean yellow package, carefully wrapped and sealed to bring you Fatima's rich, fresh, extra mild flavor. Try comparing Fatima yourself. Fatima's now cost the same as other long cigarettes, but your first puff will tell you... Ah, that's different. Yes, in Fatima, the difference is quality. Ask your dealer for Fatima, the quality king-size cigarette. Best of all long cigarettes. Start enjoying Fatima tomorrow. Wednesday, April 2nd, 6.45 a.m. Lee Jones and his men completed their investigation and took their findings back to the crime lab for further examination. The deputy coroner arrived and removed the bodies of Mr. and Mrs. Guthrie to the county morgue. Together with Clyde Wyant and Ray Schubert of the arson squad, Ben and I continued questioning the Guthrie's friend and employee, Jack Marshman. His answers got more confused, and he kept contradicting himself. In some ways, he seemed childlike. In others, a good deal more complex. We strung along. In order to keep up the pretense that he was not a suspect, we asked him to come along with us while we checked his living quarters, a two-room basement apartment near Olympic and South Flower. We explained it as a routine check. Marshman was calm and self-assured. Well... Here it is, officers. You can see for yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice, comfortable place. I like it. I've been here for about three years. Well, this room's where I do my living. Pull-down bed. It's a little gas plate over there. It's handy. Compact. Mm-hmm. I see. What do you use this next room for here, Jack? Oh, that's my shop. I like to put around. You care to see it? Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. It's very nice. What's your hobby? Watchmaking. Uh, used to be a watchmaker. I haven't worked at it lately, though. Job's pretty hard to find. Yeah. Uh, these parts here on the bench, you making something, Jack? Oh, just fooling around. Old alarm clock there. I'm fixing it up for a friend. All these wires and things. They all go into the works, huh? More or less, yeah. Just something I was fooling around with. It keeps me busy, you know. I like a hobby. They say it's good for you. That's what they say, yeah. Where does this door go, Marshman? Oh, that's my closet. Just some clothes and stuff in there. Just junk. Don't mind if I look, do you? It's only a closet. They're just clothes and junk. There's nothing to see. Say, Jack, uh, do you usually keep this stuff around? Huh? Oh. It's, uh, it's kerosene, and it's pretty dangerous to store like this. There's no cap on it. Yeah, I'm glad you reminded me. I, I got to get a cap for that. I, I use it to wash up. My hands get dirty working around the bench. This shirt, these trousers. Are you Jack? I wish you wouldn't drag that stuff out. It gets my stuff all mixed up. Yeah, they're mine. That's what I figured. The stains here is quite a few of them. Uh, some kind of paint I was using. I'm pretty sloppy with paint. It's not paint, is it, Jack? It's a little like blood to me. What difference does it make? The working clothes. I think for a reason it was in the day. Well, why don't you lay off? Huh? Who cares what kind of stain it is? You, you, you come in here snooping around, looking all around. I, I invited you in there. I didn't give you the place. This is my apartment and this is my shop. Now, you, you can get out. You hear me? You both of you, you can get out. What's the matter, Jack? I said you can get out. All right. You want to tell us before we go? I'll tell you what. Why you killed the Guthrie's? What do you mean? Why did you kill Mr. and Miss Guthrie? No reason. I just did. Nine a.m. We put the stained clothing and the materials from the workbench in the car. Together with the suspect, we headed back for the office. On the way, Marshman was quiet. He asked for some breakfast. We stopped and bought him some ham and eggs. We tried to get him to talk. He refused. After breakfast, we dropped the stained clothing and the other things at the crime lab, and then we drove to the city hall. We parked the car in front of the Spring Street entrance and started up the stairs. Hey, wait a minute. What's wrong? I've been thinking. Yeah? It's all a mistake. What is? I didn't know what I was talking about. I didn't kill him. 